Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Another week, another duo. Us bozos back at it again. That's what people like to hear, isn't it? Look at the smile on your oh, face. You're man, happy to be here today. Listen, I'm wearing a different set of headphones and everything is very muffled because these are noise canceling and it's really throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like you're getting sound muffled or just the outside of it? Like the ambience in the room is like muffled. Oh, so we're across the table right now. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I thought you were getting me muffled and clear at the same what? time. What? No. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you enough, but it's it's a little it's a little disorienting. But I'll be fine. Right. And um, explain. I'm compensating. I'm compensating. Uh, tell the listeners at home what mm-hmm. headphones are in case they don't. Oh, know. in case they don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I figure they're all listening through like old Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. Yeah. So they're <laughs> like little tiny speakers that go on your head. And they're all uh, listening on desktop computers to their podcast. <laughs> That's right. My desktop speakers won't turn on loud enough. Is my subwoofer up enough? I I remember that was a big thing for me. Uh, subwoofer? Sub, subwoofers. That was a huge for me in high school. Uh, Loved subwoofers. Had a whole collection. Full shelf. Um, uh-huh. But I it remember. Been a big one. Those things aren't small. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was a big shelf. Sturdy. <laughs> But I remember um, when I was in high school, like my first podcast that I would listen to consistently was uh, George Strombolopoulos. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would ru- run home and go to my desktop computer and listen to his latest podcast. <laughs> and I just sit awkwardly at the desk as I stared at <laughs> the time go by and listen to this thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the limitation of having not having like a, a portable device to listen to them is that you just have to sit at a place and do it. <laughs> yeah, I probably did, though, too. Like I, I had, had like an iPod, an iPod or something. Yeah, I could have put it on there, maybe. Yeah, well, you didn't. And here we are. Do you still listen to Strombo at your desktop? Uh, yeah, still yeah. to this day. I yeah. still haven't figured out streaming or I, anything. You know like what? That. He's he's one of those guys that you kind of have to give the respect to and sit down and really appreciate what he has to say. Full you know? attention. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Strombo, if you're listening, we're ready to sit down at our desktop computer and listen to what you have to say. But it's not all about you, fucking Strombo. <laughs> it's about our guest today because we got actor, comedian, director Kristen Rasmus in here. Hello. 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 How you doing? Oh, so good. Oh, great. That's great. <laughs> Although I feel like very old knowing that podcast existed when you were in high school. That's disgusting. <laughs> it is pretty gross. I know. <laughs> I mean, they were they were barely a thing. They were okay. barely a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he okay. was on the ground. Floor. I, it was probably not even considered a podcast at that point. It was just like an extended radio show that you could download <laughs> online because that's what I did with uh, Alan Cross's ongoing history of new music. And it was never a podcast, but he would release it online sometimes. You know what? It, you, you know what it was? Actually, it was like just the interview clip from the hour. Yeah. With oh, George. And okay. that. So why did you released... just watch the hour? I wanted the podcast. But experience. the hour you would have yeah. something to look at, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, but I it, the podcast is so much easier to get to. What the fuck? <laughs> this doesn't make any goddamn sense. You sat at a computer and just watched a blank screen to listen to audio from video. Yeah, and no one could call my house while I listened to this audio. Oh, my oh God. yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe we're not so different in age. Oh, yeah. Did you have a Netscape communicator? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, I'm glad I could bring you back. Thank my, you. We had that, and then my dad got AOL, and I think he still uses an AOL email address. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's it's really depressing. Um, Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for my dad, please. <laughs> um, but Kirsten, let's talk about you here because uh, you're a a legendary improviser in the city. Um, a, a second city. Uh, you were a d- director there. You've performed there. You've you've done it all. You have your own <laughs> uh, TV series now on IFC Slow Pitch. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Um, I want to talk about Slow Pitch because it started as something else, right? Because I I was watching uh, other trailers that said it was on Out TV, and now it's expanded to IFC. So yeah. Yeah, I think it got its start. So I'm I'm just an actor in it. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people are like, do you write on it? And I'm like, no, um, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not one of the creators. But so they uh, they pitched it originally, the the creation crew um, to. Oh, man, now I forget what those called when you like everyone's pitching like these digital series and you make a trailer and oh, you yeah, yeah, to whatever that competition is. It's like a couple letters and there's too many mm-hmm. letters in my life, so I can't remember what it is. So they pitched it. <laughs> in that to that i wasn't involved in that part of it um i wasn't on board yet and then uh and then yeah then they got the money for first season and that's when i came became involved and so yeah out tv posted our first in canada posted our first season and then this uh summer we recorded the second season and we got picked up by ifc so then ifc put out our first season just now just this month in october and then our second season is going to come out i think in february sometime in the new year so that's amazing yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah. that's going to be such a cool experience too because you never know where these things go mm-hmm. right like and Oh my God. Yeah. They're so they're so on IFC, they're like on their Instagram, they're like posting all these um, obvious commercials for their content. And they cut up Slow Pitch, which is a show about uh, Slow Pitch, a queer Slow Pitch team. They cut it up with this new series that Hank Azaria is in about a baseball team. He's like a baseball manager or something. So there's like mm. an image of me ch- chugging a sports drink and then it. Hank Azaria comes on screen and is like, "Ooh, Zambuca does taste better on the way out. And that was insane because <laughs> I'm obsessed with Hank Azaria and I know he's done a lot, but I'm obsessed, yeah. obsessed with him very specifically for his role in Bird, Birdcage mm-hmm. where he was the butler and wore no shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in my, in my young mind, when I saw that movie, I was like, this is the height of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and now I mean... I'm in a commercial with him. So good for me. <laughs> That, that's amazing I, I also love that ifc has gone all in on baseball comedies they, they love it they love it I, I feel like there hasn't been like that many over the years like the only one i could think of is like eastbound and down before this yeah well, like, yeah i guess that's right? true like as far as wise, tv series go yeah right? i don't know aren't they making a series of league of their own though i think, I think so yeah yeah and i think it's going to be like more cool <laughs> more cool i mean gina davis was very cool yeah but um i don't know my assumption is that there's gonna be some queers so mm. that'll be nice 
Yeah, but they had Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing like the old everyone knows queer Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. America's queer dad. You know, he's not? <laughs> no, he's got a lovely wife. What's uh, her name? Rita, okay. Rita Wilson. I, I like the idea of just uh the pitch of that a league of their own TV series of just being like a league of their own, but imagine cooler. <laughs> but cooler. They all wear leather jackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty cool cast. You got Rosie O'Donnell, mm-hmm. you got uh, Madonna, yep. um, all everyone's white. Everyone's white in that cast. <laughs> yeah. uh, so hopefully there's yeah. more diversity in this new cast. <laughs> yeah. um, but your your show, uh, Slow Pitch here, has beat them to the punch. And now. Yeah, so it's about it's about a, a queer slow pitch team. I am the coach and it's a mockumentary. So um, like The Office, I guess. So there's mm-hmm. all these like, talking heads where you talk directly to characters and yeah um winning is the most important thing for joanne who's the character i play and she's constantly getting herself into trouble and her fiance is also on the team um who's a very successful lawyer and yeah the the cast is amazing it's like uh and the cast is mostly uh or it's like everyone is queer and it was true also about the Mm -hmm. the crew on that show it was so cool to work on a show that like in front of the camera and the box behind the camera were both mm-hmm. super diverse and super queer and I'd never had that experience like I've been in comedy a long time now and often um you know when I started I was like the only woman in the room and then uh then I was the only closeted queer in the room no I'm sure there's many <laughs> closeted queers in the room with me um but yeah so it's kind of cool to see to, to just have that experience to be in like such a yeah awesome queer space that's really cool too because like when you um uh make a show uh that is so inclusive like that and to go on like out tv is like a big thing on its own but then to go past that now and on to ifc as well like uh that's that's a really uh -hmm. yeah it's just a really unique thing for like television i think right now in general and i think that's going to be a groundbreaking thing yeah because it seemingly has this target audience but then you realize no this is for everyone and i Mm -hmm. think that's the exciting thing that we're seeing in television is that we have these stories that maybe five even five but five ten years ago would be like oh that's for the niche market market of like whatever that identity is and now it's just like no even straight people can watch this like my totally (laughs) my lovely cousin loves it (laughs) um and like it's just like i love this anyway that's great to just be like any any this is for everybody yeah, it's amazing to think that things that, like you said, were once niche are they're just human stories. And it's, it's exactly. nice to see like a different perspective sometimes. Like, yeah, we all saw ourselves in the little prince. You can see yourself in a queer <laughs> slow pitch coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, to uh, talk about your um, Toronto uh, stage experience and everything, uh, but being um, an improviser that uh, I mean, a lot of us like we're um, in comedy as well mainly doing our improv on this podcast but we look up to you like you and uh had you recently on uh a show i produced the let's bring sean mendez to comedy bar which you killed it oh thank you (laughs) and um we had matt uh your improv duo partner on that on a couple weeks ago Matt yeah Mm -hmm. and he, he we said canadian comedy award winner which he 
corrected us, he's not, but he said that you are. So we immediately oh. stopped that podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, cut him off halfway yeah, we canceled through. canceled the episode. We got rid of him. He's <laughs> yeah. done. We're never releasing oh, the no. episode. Yeah, him and I got nominated, but we didn't win uh, for our duo. But I did win for, um, I did win. Yes, I did. Yeah. I won. I, I've won a few. I've won three. So, so. you're saying <laughs> he was holding you back. <laughs> no, I, well, you know, you could, no. <laughs> No, he's amazing. He's yeah. one of the best. <laughs> he's one of the best in Canada. No one can deny that. <laughs> yeah, but I keep up. That's what I say. I keep up, and that's yeah. its own feat of strength. <laughs> that's the best thing about that duo, though, is that the two of you are both just so incredible and two of the best that Canada has to offer. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, joining forces, almost like a Avengers of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, we were just talking about the other day because I took him out for his birthday and we were chatting about like, he was like, oh, when we first met, I met him at a festival in Montreal and he was like, I think you didn't like me. Like we were on stage and you seemed kind of annoyed by the moves I was making. And I was like, no, it was that I was like, oh shit. I have to like, I was like, oh, this guy is fast and he's strong and he's so aggressive. And I was like, well, I can't let him think that he can pull one over on me. So it was like, I was like, it was a competitive vibe. I, didn't, I wasn't annoyed. Yeah. I was just like, oh, we're going to be aggressive, are we? <laughs> um, yeah. You were there to play. You were there to throw down. And he yeah. thought you were just mad. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I think she hates me. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> to dive into a bit of a spookier note here. Yes. We have to ask you, do you believe in ghosts? <sighs> yes and i don't like to think about it oh, oh. Like, like it's that much of a belief that you don't like to think about them i don't like to think about it too much because then i know i won't be able to fall asleep at night right so i like it's the one thing like horror movies i can watch like campy horror movies i can watch like murder horror movies i can't watch ghost horror movies very well mm, right it is a very different like uh, a very different fear. So that that makes sense. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? I feel like <laughs> there are two things from the same year of my life when I was seven years old that I remember very co- clearly. One of them, my grandfather died. My mother's father died. And I would talk to him in my head, but he would talk back. And I was convinced that it was my grandfather talking to me and we would just like have nice chats and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure it was, you know, you could say that's a seven-year-old dealing with grief in their own imaginative way. Um, But it felt really real to me. Um, So I had that experience. And then I also had, (laughs) weirdly enough, uh, so around um, uh, Christmas that year, I was we were in like a Santa exchange and I had bought my little cousin a tickle. It wasn't a tickle me Elmo because that didn't exist yet. So it was just an Elmo doll. Um, and it was like sitting in this space in our house where we had all the gifts to wrap. And I swear to God, I walked by it and it was like, I want to stay with you, Kirsten. <laughs> and like, it is such a memory that I'm like, I think it happened. And it must have been a ghost because, or I was, I went crazy. Anyways, those are my two experiences. Maybe both you, of them when I was seven years old. You just really wanted the Elmo doll so bad that it manifested itself. <laughs> true enough. True enough. 
um but and then my cousin said she saw ghosts and i believe her so anyways i like i do believe in ghosts i specifically believe in like our ancestors our ancestors oh my goodness our ancestors um <laughs> our ancestors like sticking with us in a way mm-hmm. right um because the, like the other thing that i have is i feel like i have had dreams a lot like on my other side of the family when my famwa that's danish um, when, so grandma, uh, Danish for grandma, but when she was sick, I had a dream about my Fafa. So my grandfather saying, she's going to be okay. And he was already dead at mm-hmm. that point. And I feel like, I'm like, that's, that's them. That's them connecting with me from beyond the grave, or it's my own psyche, uh, making myself feel better about a situation, but Hey, <laughs> isn't it more fun to think that our ancestors are here talking to us? <laughs> that's the interesting thing about having a fear towards ghosts and not wanting to think about them is that other than the Elmo situation, they seem to have been more positive for you. Well, I think that's, I think, I think that's because ancestor ghosts are to me very comforting and pleasing but like random ghost who somehow haphazardly died in my apartment that I don't know and they're stuck here and they're upset, that freaks the shit out of me. Can I say shit? I did it. That, yeah. that, that fucking scares me so much. I don't know. I'm kind of freaked out about like just knowing that like, you know, your dead grandparents are just always kind of <laughs> standing around watching what you're doing. Because there's some things that you probably don't want your grandparents seeing you I do. Don't, I don't <laughs> think they're always. I think they're there if you like you know, like call yeah. on them. Like I'm not, I'm not a religious <laughs> person at a very young age. I was like, I don't think this works for me, but yeah, I was taught to pray. Like I was raised Catholic, but like, I don't, um, that's gross to me now. Uh, <laughs> and has been for a long time, but, but that praying thing is like a tradition because I did, yeah. was forced to do it for so long. But when I, when I quote unquote pray now, it's like t- to my ancestors. And in that way, I'm like, I'm like, then they're listening. I don't think they're watching me pee or have a weird poo because I have IBS. They would just, be, they would see way too much of that. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, I feel like my no. family would just try and piss me off and watch me when I was pooing. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think even if they are around all the time, I think they go like, okay, we should leave the room for this part. <laughs> Um, it's not for us yeah (laughs) it's funny you said like you were like that sorry this is like a weird tangent but you're saying like you were taught to pray and it's funny like i never was so i only know about it i think from like tv and movies yeah it's such a weird like kind of like like just a weird learned experience that i got from film and television and not from my family it's it's definitely weird that it's like it's in me and like yeah like for example so i grew up in saskatchewan and um we lived for a while at the top of this valley so when it snowed and in saskatchewan winters are crazy uh we would like take our family van up this like insane hill and my mom every time we got to that hill would say shut up and pray (laughs) we also like so then we did and then also we like i grew up in a very small town so when we go into the city which was regina if we ever saw an ambulance she'd say shut up and pray so it was this thing like if anything goes bad which is crazy because in toronto if i stopped and prayed every time i heard a siren i would be fucked (laughs) (laughs) but it is that instinct to just like if something's going wrong just like pray take a moment and pray and like um i mean it doesn't stick with me that much but I love how aggressive it is too. shut up and pray. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. She'd be like, you fucking kids. And then someone would be like, Jesus Christ. She'd be like, don't use the fucking name. And it was, it was, <laughs> my childhood was full of hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. I know, like uh, for myself, 
I only saw really like praying in like movies and stuff too. But or like when my dad would do it at Thanksgiving and it was weird. I <laughs> what are you doing? I remember as a kid, every once in a while, like being like or like wanting something or something like I want like $200 or whatever. So I'd be like, oh, if I pray, maybe I can do it. So then I would like pray. Oh. But then in my head, I would also think about, well, I can't just do pray right now for $200. I need to act like there's a bunch of stuff I'm praying for and like hide it in there. Oh, you're trying oh to trick. God. You were trying to trick God. Yeah, it sounds like you're trying to like compliment shit. sandwich God. Yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, like, oh, thanks for my family and everything. And like, uh, and if I could like get two hundred dollars, then <laughs> the only times I remember praying was when I was so desperate to catch a Pokemon. <laughs> I just remember oh like, God. please let me get I was like eight years old and just like losing my fucking mind <laughs> wow oh i i was psychotic about it like i would have to like formally prepare and say like what i have wow. to say to try to get this in there yeah secretly and when you're up at the pearly gates that's the first thing they're gonna do like you're trying to pull a fast one on the big g oh here God. luckily I, <laughs> I uh oh, like when you go through confirmation um uh, which is one of the like rites that you do as a Catholic person. I was given a rosary by my grandmother and it was on my bed and I was hopping on my bed and I broke the rosary and I definitely prayed to not go to hell for that. I was like, oh, I was man. doing anything I'm not supposed to do jumping on my bed. And I broke this rosary, which is a <laughs> religious relic mm -hmm. from my grandmother. Um, and I was just like, well, I'm going to hell for sure. So I did a lot of praying that day to not <laughs> just to not go to hell. I was like, I will never jump on my bed again. <laughs> I I fell. I found a rosary on the ground when I was young, but didn't know what it was. And I just thought I found like a cool necklace or something and yeah. <laughs> cool brought it home. Necklace. I put it. I hung it up. I brought it home. <laughs> I had no it's idea what it pretty. was until later. Yeah, my yeah. mom always had like that kind of stuff. She's not religious, but she always just had like things like that for some reason. <laughs> she, I guess she just thought it was pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for me, I'm like, I feel like that's the one religious relic that anyone can appropriate. You want to wear a cross, you <laughs> fucking go for it because yeah. you know who took everything? Christians. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're not Christian. You want to have a big old cross necklace because you just think it's hot. I say yeah. freaking go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take that big letter T. Who cares? <laughs> My favorite letter is T. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think um, to uh, think back about this uh, Elmo moment, I want to go back to yeah. this to yes. Elmo, because yeah. do you think there was any chance that because a lot of these have to do with your uh, grandfather, right? Mm -hmm. So do you think there was any chance that your grandfather was trying to comfort you with this Elmo doll by having it speak to this and then was like, oh, I really biffed that one. <laughs> freaked, oh my God. Out, freaked her out instead <laughs> what I, I see where you're going with this but i don't think so <laughs> i feel like yeah i feel like both my grandfathers did have senses of humor but they were not in the putting on of voices right will right well uh, maybe the way yeah. maybe the way the spirits work is when they uh, manifest themselves through something, they have to have that voice. You know, it's kind of like they have to have like almost if you, like, voice. like if you like if you went into like a, a dog body, you would have to bark. Right. So if you go yeah. into Elmo, you have to Elmo. 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. There might be limitations. But if but, it's a stuffed animal that doesn't have, like, I understand because yeah. in a dog, there <laughs> yeah. would be the dog vocal cords mm-hmm. and tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a stuffed animal. And so it has no mechanism for voice making. Well, I mean, technically, Elmo himself doesn't have any voice mechanism either. So fair. I don't know. I'd just like to point out how happy I am right now because Damien doesn't believe in ghosts, but he's speculating. Oh, (laughs) which during the other episode when we recorded with uh, Matt Foliot, him, Matt and I were going back and forth with speculation. And Damien was just mad at me. He was like, this is your oh, you guys are going over some like really dumb stuff, though. This is at <laughs> least fun. This is like, yeah, if you if you haunted a dog, you'd have to bark. That's funny. I thought that Matt and I were getting through some real groundbreaking ideas. <laughs> no, 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 it was it was really pissing me. <laughs> yeah. Can a ghost talk on its own, though? Hmm. That because you I mean, in movies, at least you hear about them like or I guess people hear like ghosts crying all the time or whatever. Like they hear yeah. like a, a song in the distance. Right. right. So that could be they're going through the radio. That's true. Right. Oh, well, there is like uh, some ghost movies where they go through the radio or whatever. Right? Yeah. 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 In the static. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have to assume that every movie is yeah, giving is us back. a piece of the accurate puzzle documentaries, <laughs> right? One yeah. I did watch I, the the last ghost movie I watched was the one with Kristen Stewart. Um, shoot, what is it called? Personal Shopper. Have you seen this one? No. Oh, it is spooky. She's great in it. I feel like like there are a lot of things that I don't love Kristen Stewart in, and mm-hmm. that is most things she does. <laughs> but this movie was perfect because she because it just made sense that she was this sullen, withdrawn, like insular person, which I feel like as an actor she is. She like pulls mm-hmm. things in. Um, and it was great in this ghost movie thing. And I watched it because I was on like one of the first dates with my with my girlfriend now, fiance. Oh, um, congratulations. I, I'm trying to get used to saying that word because I don't like how it sounds. It sounds too right. fancy for me. Mm. I just want to be like my wife to be. Um, but my, my dearly uh, betrothed. <laughs> my, my baby. Oh, ew, no. Um, <laughs> but she was like, do you want to watch this movie with Kristen Stewart? And I was like, sure, sure. I'll do anything. And then the whole time I was like, this is terrifying. <laughs> But it's good. I recommend it. Um, Personal shopper. OK, I, I yeah. feel like um, especially like later on, everyone has now like figured out exactly how to put Kristen Stewart in a movie and have her excel. Mm. OK, but here's this thing. Did you see Happiest Season, the Christmas movie? No, I did. I can't. Im- why would I can't imagine her in a Christmas movie? Because <laughs> it was like the first queer Christmas movie. And so they were like, let's put a huge name in. But mm-hmm. it was so weird because it's like a rom-com, right? And, uh, you know, and, and she's in a bunch of scenes um, against Aubrey Plaza, who is like a complete different, like she's like a energy out kind of actor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I, I have heard about that movie because I think yeah. there was there was a lot of controversy about Aubrey Plaza being in it, I believe. I, th- I think she's bi, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but anyway, she's she's a gay icon, whether she wants to be or not. So I'm happy <laughs> she's there. Um, whether, whether 
whether she wants to be or not. She, she's <laughs> definitely someone that like, I'm like, if you've Googled someone, are they, are they maybe a bit queer 10 times? I think they've just become a gay icon. <laughs> That's my rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we got a story to tell. Yeah. We all drew positions beforehand. Uh, Kristen, do you want to reveal what you drew? I drew narrator. Yeah. So we'll get right back to that one then. Yeah, sure. And then, yeah, we'll talk about what we got first. I drew the swing, so I've got no responsibility. I can come and go as I please. And Cody, that means you drew the celebrity. It's funny when I went through these, I was like, I genuinely forgot what everyone drew. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, So for mine, we go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give me four options. I'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point during the story. Um, And my options are uh, Kristen Bell, Keith Richards, James Dean, and Aristotle. <laughs> what a combo. Yeah, what a great. It's actually, four pretty good ones. Usually we get at least one dud. <laughs> That's true. No no duds here. Everyone um, loves Aristotle. <laughs> I'll go James Dean, I guess. Nice classic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right here. <laughs> and for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. So which would you like today of those three? Can you say them again? I wasn't listening. <laughs> location, a relationship, or a word? Ooh, location, please. Driving school. Driving school. Great. And is this a story? It's supposed to be a spooky story, right? It's a story. Okay. It's sometimes scary. It's sometimes a story. We don't know what happened. I don't think it's ever been scary. Yeah, it has. Come on. Okay. We flayed people alive on this show. Oh, geez. I guess it has been scary. <laughs> this episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. 
BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Great. Then I just start? Whenever you're ready, yeah. And then are you guys going to come in and like say shit? Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, see how we're feeling. You're also we're not nice stricken to the narrator position as well. You can be as many characters as you mm-hmm. want. Or... Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Once upon a time, in a very tiny town, there was only buses to get around. One little person named Millie Magoo wanted to be a bus driver you know she took herself to the driving school and said to the man who ran it teach me how to drive bus i want to have a purpose in life uh yeah i guess if you want to drive a bus you can drive a bus that's uh that's that's fine um uh, you are the thing Okay. Before you say yes so willingly, I have terrible frights. Terrible frights? What do you mean? Well, sometimes I'm walking along, just going about my business, whether it be pissing or just walking down the street, getting an ice cream. And suddenly a fright comes over me and I lose control of my limbs. It's as if Satan himself has grabbed a hole of my body and I shake around and sometimes vomit and sometimes I end up on the ceiling. But other than that, I'm a great driver i just want to speak up here for a second uh hey satan here how you doing pal listen uh, i'm not gripping you no matter what people say uh i just wanted to clear that up before we continue any further thanks i'll i'll, I'll see i'll leave you guys to it okay i also wanted to ask because you said that you're just walking around pissing but that was before the satan had anything to do with you you said pissing and getting ice cream Oh, no those were three examples of activities i could be doing when i get the frights not Something I was doing all at the same time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, 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 Satan here again. Uh, I just wanted to clarify. I love walking, pissing, and eating ice cream. I, I just wanted to get that out of the way before we continued. Uh, I, I'm just gonna go back over here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. uh, I, I'm starting to have a little bit of concerns. Um, oh, please! Yeah. All I've ever wanted to do is drive bus. Uh, and what if I, I pinch myself every two minutes so that I don't I make sure I don't have the frights. Maybe that will work, please. Uh. So uh, just I need to get this straight. Do you piss all of the time, even if you don't have the frights? Or is that only a frights thing? Because I'm worried about do you pissing. piss all the time? When do you piss? Let's let's get down into brass tacks about your pissing schedule. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I piss all the time. Uh, but it seems the way you said it, you said pissing on the streets. It seemed uncontrollable. 
No. Uh, so again, you're combining all of my examples. So sometimes when I'm on the toilet pissing, I will get the frights. And sure, oh. yes, that does make a mess because I lose control of my body and I contort everywhere. And sometimes I end up on the ceiling. And so, yes, piss does get all over the bathroom. Um, and once or twice I have pissed in the woods. Uh, uh, Satan here again. I just want to clarify because I do like to uh, walk, piss, and eat ice cream. Sometimes it is like a bit of those like crazy daisy effects, and it gets everywhere. It gets on my ice cream. It gets on my clothes. Gets all over the street. People around too. So uh, just in case you're wondering, that's kind of what happens. So uh, I'm just gonna go back over here. And, and you you don't want to drive a bus. Oh uh, no no no. I, I I'm just here to get my boat license. Okay, so I'm not concerned about. No, 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 it's okay. What I'm concerned and at about at that very <laughs> moment, Satan and the man who ran the driving school really got into it about that boat, and little Millie went and found herself inside a bus. Oh, wow, look at this bus. Are you gonna drive me to school? Oh, my God. Do you go to school? You're ancient. Yeah, I'm over 300 years old. Wow. How long have you been waiting in this bus for someone to take you somewhere? Well, at least 100 years. And I've just been sitting here decaying and no one's come to check on me. Not even once. Oh, that's so sad. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's uh, people not being helped and decaying in the backs of buses. So I'm definitely going to help you get to where you want to go. I'm glad you want to help because I have another request. Once we get there, I don't think my legs work anymore. I haven't moved them in a hundred years or over. So I'm going to need you to help carry my brittle dying body off the bus and just drop me off in the school, maybe at my desk. I hope, I hope that I'm still enrolled at the school. Oh, well, you know, uh, I'm sure they won't turn you away. So thirsty for knowledge you are. Of course, I'll piggyback you in. Unless, of course, I get the frights and lose control of my body. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, oh. what was that? Oh, nothing. Never mind. Let's just get this bus on the go. <laughs> hey, hey, Millie, down here. Into the dash here. It's me, the bus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello, bus. What's your name? Oh, my name is Bus. <laughs> Isn't that oh. obvious? <laughs> oh. How do you tell yourself apart from the other buses? The other buses? Never mind. Oh, no. Fragile ego on this bus. <laughs> Let's get this little kid to school. Why don't we? Huh? Why don't you just pop that key in the ignition and we'll get going? OK, OK, I'll try to do it gentle. Here, here we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, God, that's not gentle. <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, sorry. Really, it's my first uh, time. It's my first time. I can uh, tell. Oh. Uh, OK. You can do it, bus. Sorry, are you talking to the bus? Because I'm really getting some concerns about riding on it now. Oh, you don't you have something against talking buses? Well, I don't hear a bus talking back. I only hear you yelling at it. Oh, my God. Am I having the frights right now? But I seem to be in control of my body. 
No, Millie, only you can hear me. Only the bus driver can hear me. Oh, it sounded really pervy just the way you said it just now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's like Bluetooth. It's like Bluetooth and only you're, you're connected. That's. Uh, oh, oh, of course. Yes. I, I don't want to uh, get bus canceled. Well, well, don't worry, ancient, ancient skeleton. You're on your way to school. And if you hear me talking, it's just to the friend in my mind. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, well, as long as I get to school, hey, if you don't mind helping me out further, if by chance I'm not enrolled already, uh, could you go to the take me to the principal? And just- all of a sudden, the bus was on its way. The old woman chatted and chatted. They went down the different uh, streets of the town and they stopped at a stoplight. But when the stoplight turned to red, something fritz and fried in the electrical system and the, uh, the, the, the light began to flicker and flash. And as the lights flickered and flashed in Millie's eye, she began to feel the fright coming on. Oh, oh, my eyes. Oh, whoa. I'm losing control. Bus, I'm losing control. Can you drive yourself? Drive myself? But I'm a bus. I'm supposed to be driven, not drive myself. Well, you can talk and Uh, you can... You can laugh, so why can't you drive losing control? Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I can drive myself. (laughs) Quit hitting me in the face. I can't help myself. I have no control. And if it's not Satan gripping me, then who is it? Uh, I just want to clarify. It's definitely not me gripping him. I'm still talking to the uh, bus driver instructor. We're talking about boats. It's been really great. Just want to put that out there before we continue the story. This this seems like really erratic behavior up there. Uh, Can you not crash the bus, please? At that moment, Millie began to wrench on the wheel of the bus and she drove it right into the town mall, into the orange Julius. (laughs) Oh, oh, be careful. Even the smallest of bumps could break my arm off. (laughs) Orange Julius. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be mad if I wasn't so happy with how good this is. (laughs) Somebody's got to stop me. I guess it's up to me. I haven't got off this seat in a hundred years. Hey, old lady, check the little box behind the driver's seat. Maybe there's something in the lost and found that can help you out. A flare. The old lady reached towards the lost and found, the lock on it rusty with years of disuse. She hawked a loogie on the rusty uh, locket and it slipped open in her hands and a beam of light bursted her eyes and out walked the handsomest movie man you've ever seen. Oh, my word. I know you. That's right. Yes. James Dean. Hey, how's it going? Um, Yeah, uh, I know a little thing about driving. Is that what we're worried about? I've done uh, cheeky runs. Wait a minute. Didn't you die in a car accident? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Don't need to bring that up. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. 
I'll just go back to drinking my orange Julius. Why don't you say you did three great movies? Well, I was in a background of school scene in a couple of movies. No. OK, uh, here. Do you need me to get control of this bus? Yes, I don't have control of my body, please. I don't either. I'm a bus. All right. Step aside. Step aside. Come on. Oh, God. Oh, that's how you handle my wheel. (laughs) James Steen took a hold of that bus and it was pretty beautiful. The bus seemed to love it in a very extra way. Mm. Mm, James, honk my horn. Honk it. But there's no need to honk it just, right now. Just hit me in the face. Come on, James. We're, just do it. We're at a red light. I don't uh, care. Come on. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. God. Is there anywhere specifically we need to go? Oh, we, we need to go to this school. Thank you so much. I seem to be fine again. Um, this, this ancient thing needs to go to school. And well, I just wanted to prove I could drive. And I really proved that I haven't. Well, I mean, if we have to go to a school, it's not necessarily like my ideal spot. Usually people like pull knives on me or whatever, and we get into a whole knife fight and everything. at school at school. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big problem. And uh, we wow. we comb our hair. We stab each other. You know, it's just not it's not my ideal what you, spot. What are you saying? You're saying you don't want to go to the school? Yeah, I just I'm not feeling the school. I'm not feeling this, but I need to go. go Do you want to go back in the lost and found box? Millie, I think I know what we need to do. We need to help James Dean get his GED. Wow, bus. That's why he doesn't want to go to school. Not because of that weird knife story, (laughs) but because he doesn't have his GED bus. You're brilliant. That's why they called me Buzz. I'm self-conscious. I didn't want you to know that. We knew. Oh, God. Buzz, yeah. we're, we're going to help you get your GED. Or sorry, James Dean, we're going to help you get your GED. And then maybe maybe you can help me drive this bus. If we tag team this bus, mm-hmm. then you, you teach her how to handle corners. We'll teach you how to handle fractions. But I'll never be able to do it. My brain doesn't work any good. <laughs> Sounds like somebody told you that. Maybe your daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, was it your daddy? Was it your daddy? It was my daddy. Yeah. That sounds something like a mean daddy would say. So if I get my GED, then we get to be bus co-workers forever. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> It will be the happiest bus driving trio of all time. Who and put that- James Dean in that lockbox? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Satan here. Uh, listen, uh, I know I misplaced my James Dean for a while there, and uh, I-, I guess it was when I was riding that bus around for a bit, and I must have left him there by mistake. So uh, uh, that, that I just want to say that was my fault. So well, find his just- keeping, Satan. Go fuck yourself. Uh, hey, hey, fair enough, fair enough. You know what? It's been long enough, and uh, James, I'm sorry. I got to get back to uh, talking to that bus guy. I know that it's been a hundred plus years of me being on this bus, but I don't remember the school being this far away. 
Just we... <laughs> then the bus arrived at the school, covered in orange Julius, but with newfound friendships. <laughs> Bet you've never seen an orange school bus. I mean, it's not far <laughs> off from what it already is. What? Can someone help me off this bus? Yes, of course. Of course, I'll give you a piggyback. This was great. Thank you. No, don't offer to help, James Dean. I'm fine. I'm fine carrying this woman. I just want to apologize for having an excess number of stairs on me. I'm a very tall bus. I went through a growth spurt. Like a double decker. Uh, you sure you uh, got it? Uh, I've got it. Don't even worry about me. Uh, uh, yeah, here, let me get the door for uh, you. Okay. Almost there. I doubt it. Just to the principal's office to make sure I'm enrolled. Uh, James, do you have any any um, loose smoothie on you? I could use a bit of nourishment. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um. Here, uh, I got it. I picked Just up. Just comb it out of your hair, James. Oh yeah. Oh wow, that's great. And then they arrived at the principal's office. <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 Mr. Principal, Mr. Principal. Um, yes. Uh, I was wondering if I'm still enrolled. I, you're not the same guy from before. No, my name is Pinch Pins. Pinch Pins? Pinch Pins. <laughs> Principal Pinch Pints. Okay. You can call me Principal or Principal Pinch Pints or Pinch Pints Principal. Well, um, I'll, I'll call you my new principal as long as you decide to enroll me. <laughs> That's laughable. You're, you're so old, you, your bones are flaking away in front of me. What makes you think I'd let you in my school of fresh, young children? Well, because I got I got a mind that wants to learn. I really have a passion for knowledge. Is that not enough? Am I too spooky to be around kids? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's just that I. I really pride myself on having a fresh faced school. Look at all our pamphlets. Everyone's gorgeous. Hey, Mr. Principal, I noticed you got a big pile of sticks and dust over there. You want me to sweep it away? No, oh, that's my leg. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you was a person. Janitor Crumsey, this is um, I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. Me? Oh, I'm Dorothy McGillicuddy. Dorothy. Sounds like you're lying. Junior. <laughs> Junior. I don't, know if we can, I don't know if we can trust her. She just made up that name out of nowhere. <laughs> wasn't sure about it at all. Yeah, she was just reading my name tag. My name is Dorothy McGillicuddy Jr. Oh, of course, oh. I forgot your name because I don't respect you. Okay, you know what, Janitor? Yeah, sweep her, sweep her up. No, no, my real name is 
Thomas Balderson. Oh, now she's just reading the name of my jeans. Oh, my uh, jeans name is Thomas Balderson. Wow. How do you afford Thomas Balderson jeans on the on what I pay you? That's what I want to know. Well, I swept them up under the rug from your office a couple of months ago. Hey, that's where my jeans went. My ass looks great in a pair of Baldersons. <laughs> it truly does. That's why I thought maybe mine would do the same. And uh, it doesn't. So. Oh, I wouldn't undercut yourself, Dorothy. You think so? Yeah, it really cups your buttocks. Oh, well, Mr. Principal, geez, whiz. I, I feel a flush all of a sudden. All right, I'll sweep up this bundle of old nothing. Wait, wait just a minute. Maybe oh I can clear God. this all up. That's right. You want a beautiful school, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't hear you over my boner. I'm really struggling to focus because I've got such a wild one. It's very loud. It's like a loud hum in the room. I will attend your school. You ever stand next to like a power line and it just like buzzes? That's kind of what his boner is doing right now. I will attend I, your school. Oh. My boner is like a metal detector for hot people. I just walked into the room and I've been sexualized at least so 17 times. He walks times. down the beach and he just shakes it around. And then when it's a hot person, it just hums. Ding, 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 ding. That's right. I, I got the boner metal detector almost immediately. You did? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I so will attend the school. You yes. attend this school. Uh, is there a catch to this? Or if. We're and kiss. only if. No. Only if. You let this wretched old mystery woman into the school as well, because they have the heart. They have the knowledge. Do they? Oh, yeah. Look how badly they want this. They're crumbling at the floor just trying to get into this school. I just had to walk in and you already offered me everything. Yeah, well, you got the principal's uh, dander all up. You know what I'm saying? You got. You got them going, ready to ready to learn, ready to teach, you know? How about wow. this? What a what a hard bargain you drive. Mm. Not as hard as my boner right now. So you've got it, kid. Yes. You hear that? You hear that? Um, oh, sorry. Did anyone catch her name? No, I don't think she knows it. I think she's so old. She's forgotten it. Matilda. Labyrinth. She's she's reading the novel on my desk. What the fuck? She could be anybody. Well, she's in the school, though. Here we go. <laughs> and then they all went to class. James Dean, the dusty old broad, uh, the janitor Dorothy McGillicuddy in her Balderson jeans, the principal Pinchpins. And Millie, the new bus driver. I'm glad that we could all attend the same class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I never, I never had to learn when I came to school. All I had to do was sweep up. So this is fun for me too. I don't want to be apart from James D. Principal here. <clears throat> Who's teaching the class? Uh. Uh, 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 
<laughs> and then the classroom, the floor, it opened up into a pit of lava. It was Satan's trap all along to get all of his nemesis into one room together. Uh, hey, guys, uh, listen, I know I tricked you all and I made you go through this huge journey. I said that I was just there to get my boat license, but truth was I want to get you all in my huge pit of lava so I could... Uh, tell you about something uh, something different okay well i understand why you'd want to do it to me and james and millie but what do you have to do with mr balderson jeans over here well listen uh i love the way that my uh my behooved buttocks looks in those balderson jeans and i haven't been able to get a pair for damn near eternity uh, okay, so it's this just is that all for a button. pair of jeans. <laughs> I'm Satan. I do what I want. If I want to bring everyone, put them in a pit of lava, then I'll do that. I'll do some harebrained scheme. I'll make a ride around the bus, get some old bag bone lady in here, make a principal get a boner and I'll steal some jeans off a janitor. I don't care. What do you mean? You made me get that boner. I'm I'm in control of my own boner. Well, I'm not in control of it, but you're not in control of it. Have you been controlling my boner for hey, my well, whole life? Hey, well, you know, uh, the, you know, they say the Lord works in mysterious ways. Well, well so does Satan. And uh, I got this, this little I got this. this you I think chickens are hot. Yeah, that that's exactly why you, you ever see that Staples commercial where they hit the, the easy button. I got that, but it's the boner button for you. You sick bastard. Yeah, I'll let you have it if you give me those jeans. Well, they're on Miss uh, Dorothy McGillicuddy's <laughs> butt. So, I, you know, I, I am a pervert in verbal assault only. I will not touch no, it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying they wear your jeans and you are their boss. So why don't you just uh, make them give them the pants back? Give them to me. I'll give you your boner button and then you can pop that baby off anytime you like. Surely to God, there's more than one pair of Thomas Balderson jeans out there. No, it was special edition when I bought it. I make a pretty good salary as small town <laughs> principal. So I went all out. I mean, I don't have a house or kids or a wife or anything. I mostly just care about my boner. So I saved up for many years and bought these jeans and there was only one edition. They even got a custom little pouch in the front to accommodate a boner. Uh, okay. Um, you ever see one of those backpacks that's got like a clear dome for your cat to look out of? It's like that, but on the front. Well, that, that yeah, I just noticed that now it's very disturbing. I really don't want to look at that. You work at a school. What? <laughs> I'm just the janitor. All <laughs> right, janitor. I, I I need to get us all out of this pit of lava, and I don't know, I don't know how else to do it. Uh, okay, listen. I'll give you back your Thomas Balderson jeans, but there's only one thing that I want. What is it? I want to sweep up that old bag of bones. No, don't let him do it. It's not worth it. I'd rather us all die. What? Oh, oh, oh my goodness. It's I, I, I think I can have what I'll, I'm going to strangle Satan. <laughs> get him. Get him. <laughs> hey, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh -oh. I thought you were gripping me all these years, but now I'm gripping you. I, t I told you I wasn't gripping you. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Overcome your fright. Overcome your fright. 
Oh, oh, suddenly, <laughs> Millie turned into a school bus. I don't know. <laughs> she was the spirit of a school bus all along. And she drove out of the lava, saving those she wished to save. James Dean, the old dust pile of lady. And she left the janitor and the principal with the Satan because they were pretty questionable characters to begin with. You did it. You have passed your driver's license test. Oh, my God. James Dean, you ran this driving school all along? Yeah, that's right. You may have thought that I just don't have a variety of voices, but I was the same guy from the driving school <laughs> earlier. <laughs> it was me all along in a James Dean mask. And wow. you have passed the test. Congratulations. Not only are you a bus, but if you ever turn back, into a woman again, you will be able to drive any bus you want. So you get both. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm like um, a transformer, but uh, a Hulk. But if Hulk was a bus, I'm a bulk. I'm a bulk. Congratulations. You did it. I knew you always could do it. Thank we you. We love you, Millie. I love you too, whatever your name is. I hope you find it one day. And hey, bus. Yeah? Want to go for a drive? I'd like nothing better than to go for a drive with you, Millie. And then the two buses drove over the sunset and Satan put on those very nice fitting jeans. I got to say, these things really accent my behind. And you can really tell when I'm, you know, walking and pissing and eating ice cream in this because the dome gets all filled up with piss. Yeah, the front's exposed. We know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. But I don't get it all over my ice cream cone. So it really solves a couple of problems. Oh, I really wish they didn't leave me here with you. Well, you know, that's what happens. You get dumped in a pit with Satan and this is what we do. Oh, spooked. That was a scary story. Wow. Wow. I never wanted to go to school so much in my life. Oh, that made you want to go to school. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> made me want to stay pretty far away from it. Uh, well, oh, my goodness. That's, that's the difference between us. I have an inquisitive mind. You would right. rather stay at home and eat fried egg sandwiches. <laughs> Delicious. <Wow>. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kristen, have you ever been that scared in your whole life? Oh, never. I w- really, the image of those domed jeans was very frightening yeah 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 also how how wild the narrator's voice was getting by the end was (laughs) really scaring my sense of self (laughs) i feel like the narrator was just trying to keep up yeah true enough true enough (laughs) oh well let's do a round of plugs Mm -hmm. kristen where can everyone follow you uh, you can follow me at Kiki Razzle on socials on um, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can watch Slow Pitch on IFC. Um, you can watch Band Ladies on Hightail, I think it's called. Oh, my goodness. And um, those are the th- those are some things that I'm in. Yeah. yeah. 
Amazing. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spook mm-hmm. Podcast as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. See a full profile on Kirsten with direct links to her social media as well as all the other episodes on the network that she's done. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 